Welcome back. Stray Cast Outdoor Cartoon Television. It's time for the Bass Buzz segment. I'm Pat Renwick. We're happy to bring our buddy back on the show. He's from... Uh-oh. I heard something over there. I heard some strings. Yeah, I took the brown M&Ms out. Ladies and gentlemen, Jay Kumar's here. Yeah. Jay Kumar. The, the entire fanfare is going absolutely ballistic for Jay Kumar. Welcome to the Gas Factory. Great live audience, you guys. Yeah, it's a live studio audience, just like on The Price Is Right. Yes, we got we got that going for us. Great to see you, dude. I'm happy you're back on the show. Yeah, did you keep yelling because I couldn't hear anything? Did what? I was yelling because I couldn't hear anything at first. I thought it was me, man. I was having a little panic attack over here. Oh, you're you're doing good now. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Can, can you, you hear me? me? Now? Can you hear me now? Yeah. Can you hear me now? That we brought you in with the Atomic Punk because you are the Atomic Punk. Yeah, man. Some good stuff. <laughs> hey, man. First off, um, congratulations on the climbing success of the Bass Blaster. Oh, I, man. I love it. I absolutely love the Bass Blaster. I tell you all the time, and I sincerely mean it. We are big fans here. Yes. As are so many people. Uh, you know of, of the of that uh, that news email blast. Dude. Don't stop doing it. Yes, please. We look forward to it. I told you before in a conversation that it's the only email I actually pull over to the side of the road to read. Yikes! Yeah, it's it's that good, Jay. All the other ones he reads at high speeds. And your your family sent me twenty dollars to build you up. So the, so thank them for this. Yeah, that's all we got. So that's big, man. <laughs> no, but you've been—I mean, you're no stranger to the industry. Uh, for those that don't know, uh, Jay Kumar uh, was on that uh, that one show with uh, Babe Winkleman, right? You did a show with Babe Winkleman called Loudmouth Bass, right? Yeah, babe. way yeah, way back in the day, the Babe. Yeah, uh, he, 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 <laughs> he also. He, oh wait, before we get any further, let, I want to I want to reintroduce you to my buds. This is Ryan Popcorn Whitaker right here. Hi, Jay Kumar. Yeah, you remember him. He's the one that accidentally almost caught the state record smallmouth when he was talking to me on the phone. That's right. Yeah, awesome. Congrats, man. Yeah. yeah, thanks for putting me on the blaster, too. I appreciate that. Yeah. And this is the JP Kitty. JP, hi, the kitty. He's the hip-hop fisherman right here. He's the guy that made the awesome picture of, of, uh, of you and me in the new, the new Motley crew. I was in that, too? Yeah, Dude, you didn't see <laughs> that? You were Tommy Lee. Hold on. Let me look at my text. You didn't, didn't even realize that. that was you? <laughs> Did he have hair? That's why I didn't realize You are it. awful, Jay. You don't you look are, that much like Tommy Lee. In Come fact, on. Zona texted me yesterday saying that's one of the best pictures he has ever seen on the internet. <laughs> that I believe, yeah. yeah and, uh, <laughs> you didn't even notice that was you? you? You have that much of an uncanny likeliness to Tommy Lee. <laughs> likeliness. Yes. Do you, likeliness. Do you like that word? Not Likely? likeness. Li- likeliness. Yes, and that means he has big. He wears big shoes too. I heard. JP, send me that. Send me that photo, man. Text me that shot again, man. I got to see it. <laughs> it's coming out. It's co- it's coming at you. Hey, uh, see, you told me none of this, and I hear you teasing me over there. I was playing a little way cool junior. Remember that too? Of course I do. That's the rats, dude. Yeah, that, that is that is the rat. But hey, let's get we got to get gonna take us back to the Roxy. There's here people, or something? you know, I got yelled at last time for doing this show with you that we didn't talk about enough fishing. So we're going to get to the shenanigans. But let's. Talk, All right. Yeah, we got to talk a little serious fishing with, with the Bass Blaster, Jay Kumar. Uh, bass fan. You are the uh, the originator of BassFan.com. Also, a uh, you you wrote many kick-ass articles for Bassmaster in the day. You were a senior writer for Bassmaster, weren't you? Yes. It's on, yeah. your, it's on your resume. I read your file, Jay Kumar. <laughs> yes, I did. Yeah, yes, I did. Hey, but I want to talk about something that, that I've never heard you talk about before, and that's, um, that's the, big, um, the big lockout, the lockdown. After you, uh, you kind of disappeared for a little while. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that was that was uh because of some sort of contract or agreement or something that I, I imagine. Yeah. What did you do? Like what were you do were you like coming up with a master uh plan to rule the world in those in those three years? Thank God somebody found him. Yes. You know what? I did other stuff that was um unsuccessful and learned a lot of lessons and didn't know what I was gonna do, man. I really didn't. 
And I just knew it wasn't going to be Bass Fan again, that's for sure. <laughs> but uh, the Bass Blaster, and and we've discussed this amongst ourselves here on the show, that it's I think it's appealing because it's how we text each other as ba- as goofy bass fishermen. And you convey that over the Bass Blaster emails. It's just like, it's just, it's great information mixed with uh, a little bit of, of goofiness. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and yeah. I love it. It's working. Don't go changing, Jay. Don't you go changing. I can't, man. I can't <laughs> at this point. But, yeah, that's cool. I'm, you're making me blush over here, but that's great, man. Yeah. I appreciate you reading it. Are you, are, you, uh, are you making money at this now, Jay? Yeah. Yeah, we're making a little money. You know, enough Good. to feed my kids. Yeah. That, that's ex- that's excellent. Well, the 20 bucks he's well, he I, sent us. He's doing, yeah, he's doing better. I mean, <laughs> I, make, I make $15 a show, Jay, and that's what my mom pays me to get out of the basement on a Wednesday night. Yeah, so I, I don't like what this is, man. Yeah, I love. That. I mean, it's 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 pretty unique show. Hold, hold on, know? hold on. This show is sponsored by Mountain Dew, Mountain and, Dew. Bass ba- <laughs> and Bass Blaster. Yes, Blaster. Cool, Bla- Bass Blaster. And and we must we must confess that when you do uh, when you do blast this uh, this uh, silly little show that we do here, it it does quite well. So thank you for that. Oh, cool, man. Yeah, so you, you are helping. We enjoy being blessed. You, you are helping right there. Hey, Jay, so how did you... Uh... <laughs> bless, bless. That's the popcorn right there. Bless, bless. <laughs> hey, how, what was your in in the industry? What was your in? Yeah, good question. A guy named Robert Montgomery. You know that name? Yes. I know that name. Yeah. yeah, wrote for Bass. I think he might still write for Bassmaster. I don't know. Um I wrote him and like back when there was no email, you can imagine that. I wrote him a letter. Carrier was, pigeon. Yeah, had like 700 <laughs> questions in it and he actually responded. And uh, he was a senior writer for Bass at the time and, you know, asked me to write one. And I think he was associate editor for Bass Times or what everybody in bass fishing calls Bass in Times. Yeah. <laughs> which is why I have like, that's why I put in the Bass Blasters. Bassinmaster.com. Everything is Bassin. There's no bass. I agree. I'm with you. Same school. So anyway, yeah, that was it, man. He got me in, and that was all she wrote. That's that's pretty cool. And I mean, were you that kid? Were you like me, uh, waiting for that Bassin Master magazine as a kid to come (laughs) in the mail? Were you that? Were you that kid? Oh heck yeah! I mean, I I can remember. I've told the story a million times. I won't tell it again. But the first time I saw Bassmaster magazine, it was one of these. Oh, you know, moments on the newsstand. And I was literally like stuck to the floor looking at this magazine. Like, I can't believe there's a group of people out there who love bass fishing as much as me. Right. You know, I reached over, it had a green cover with one of those, like, I think bass paintings on it. Yes. You know, like yes. Type cover. And I just looked at it and I was floored, man. I, I'll, I, I'm getting a little goosebumps talking about it. It was I, awesome. I am totally with you. That's before these guys with the internet. They don't understand all that stuff. Hey, I was before the internet. Yeah, Come we on. we had to wait. We had to wait. And that, that reminds me of the. The first time I snuck into the adult video section, the video store. <laughs> you guys remember like this? where you rented videos? I pretended like I dropped a yeah. quarter and I ran back there and I was like, ah. It was an epiphany. You went through the you for the JP Kitty through the black It was. JP. I can't believe other people like this too. It was JP Kitty's epiphany. The old Bassmaster. I still have all my Bassmasters. Do you? I did, but my wife made me throw those and all my guitar player magazines out. They're probably oh, worth like really? Dollars now, but yeah. Well, you don't the have the house peak, you house don't have the magazines. hip parader with Vixen on it anymore, dude. I had I had everything. Like this box that we would lug around from apartment to apartment probably weighed two hundred and fifty pounds of magazines. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> Man, you got a pretty cool gig, dude. You, you know, we we got a pretty cool gig, even though we're we're a we're a little show trying to we're trying to grow this thing from a seed to a tree. Jay. Little show that could. The li- we're the little show that could. We get a list guests every week. I mean, if you, the biggest names in the industry actually come on this show, and why I don't know. We got to write more letters. Yeah, I, we do need to write. We need to write letters. But you got a pretty cool gig. <laughs> you know, you know Ryan, Ryan wrote Al Linder. One time, I wrote Al when I was in when I was in sixth grade. He came to your sixth grade, uh, and he sent me the Secret Systems book, 
and uh, gave me some tips on how to fish this this pond at the tournament, and I F-L-B-S, won. LPS fish location presentation system. That's what he sent you. The flips from the office of Al Linders. <laughs> that was pretty pretty <laughs> official. That's pretty, awesome. It, it is. It's awesome, dude. That was a big it moment. Awesome. <laughs> you know, you get to talk to the nation's best bass fishing professionals, and you know, on a weekly basis, you're texting back information, and they're giving you the dirt. They're giving you the lowdown, the nitty gritty. Yeah. On, on what they're, you know, what they're catching the fish on, what they're doing, what what seems to be a reoccurring theme uh, amongst professional anglers as far as as bait selections. Is there any special bait that seems to be reoccurring up in the top of the standings every year or every uh, derby? Um, hmm. Senko. Don't say jig. Well, I'm thinking that's what I was thinking, you know, I mean, yeah, I don't, um, I would say this, I I can't pinpoint one, but it's a small group of baits. It really is. If you think of like the universe of baits, possible baits, you know, just look at topwaters. There's like, what are there? Like 20 different styles of topwater, you know, walking baits or poppers or this or that, you know. It's it's a pretty small group of baits and a and a very small group of colors that actually I think they fish and obviously then they win the tournaments. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I mean that's the pro fisherman color selector, right? <clears throat> Green, purple, black, and blue. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I mean that's pretty the deal. It's funny that you bring that up because when I shop for baits, I honestly do this when I'm looking at this wall of baits. Sometimes I'll pick something up and I'm like, that's that's good, and then I think to myself. This has never won an elite series tournament, and you're and, co- I don't and buy you're it. colorblind. Also, popcorn's I am, I am colorblind. colorblind, so I yeah. need a, I need to I have to take somebody with me, <laughs> so I don't buy something stupid. That's why you got a good. Girlfriend. But really, though, yeah, you're right. It's a, it's a small group of baits. There's just a few of them that just win all these tournaments. Have you noticed the resurgence of the spinner bait? Do, do you, are you uh, seeing that? Yeah, every level except the elites. Yep, for sure. I mean, it's it's like I don't know. I see. You know, we had uh, Christy w- with the classic. You know, I mean, he you know he didn't win, but uh, you know, the almost, yeah, almost the. Uh, but still, I mean, it seems like more and more guys are are going back to that spinner bait where it's been for years. It's been dominated by the, the swim jig and the chatter bait, maybe over the spinner bait. Ski Reese two thousand nine spinner bait. Yeah, and and we had we had Aaron Martin's on a couple weeks ago and. And he didn't want to talk about spinnerbait fishing because he says still a lot of people aren't doing it for some reason. It's like too old school. What What is that? What does that even mean? You know, I think two things. Number one is the elites don't win tournaments on spinnerbaits because the lakes don't set up for spinnerbaits at their time of year and type of lake and stuff. Because if they did, they would fish them, no doubt. Um, not everybody, maybe. But that gets to my second point, which is, there's like an entire, I hate to use the cliche, but generation, let's say, of, of bass fishermen who uh, they don't know how to do stuff because they haven't read about it in connection or, or actually watched it on TV in connection with a tournament. So spinner baits, Carolina rigs, like an old school Carolina rig, not a finesse Carolina rig. Mark Davis was telling me a story in a boat recently um, about how he was – he was Carolina rigging with uh, another fisherman, a younger guy. I don't want to throw him under the bus in case he watches uh, <laughs> show. But, I mean, he, the, you know, Mark is just crushing him on a Carolina rig, and the kid's catching nothing. And he's like, well, what am I doing wrong, Mark? And so he said, all right, reel up and let me take a look. And the kid had like a oh. eighth-ounce weight and a liter that was like this long, you know, and who, and was, who was it? David fishing a one ounce weight, you know, dragging it across the bottom, feeling the bottom, you know, long leader. And Mark's like, you know, what, what are you doing? And he's like, well, you know, the, the kid literally did not know that there was any other kind of Carolina rig, you know? Really? So what does that tell you? I mean, that just tells you spinner bait, Carolina rig, pick something else, maybe a pop R that's older school, you know, that kind of thing. They've, People just don't know how to do it. Jitterbug. They, yeah, they, they, the old school. <laughs> what? Hey, what's the what's one of the uh, the things that you've learned from interviewing bass fishing professionals that that might be a, a tip or a trick that a weekend angler 
might not even consider. You know, something that might help a weekend angler put some fish in the boat that they might not even think about. Yeah, wow. Well, I'd say it's it's mostly being in the boat with those guys. That's like unbelievable, really. Like no matter how good you are, and I'm not a great, amazing fisherman, but I think I know a lot, you know, from, from my gig. But when I'm in the boat with these guys and see what they do and how they do it, it is unbelievable in terms of, like, if you want to really learn, go and be a marshal. I don't care who it's for. It will blow your mind, really. But I'd say to answer your question directly, um, I'd say, um, like, unbelievable persistence. Like, if you think, of, if you feel, not if you think, if you feel a fish is over there or a couple fish are over there, like that's your instincts talking to you and you're probably right but most guys if they don't catch them in the first let's call it five flips or whatever they're out not these guys man i mean if they think a fish is there they'll bang that thing on the head 30 times you know Mm -hmm. 40 times they'll continually vary their retrieves in these ways that you know i would have been bored five minutes ago so it's determination and persistence is something that a weekend angler does not practice that well that that determination and persistence that comes from realizing that, you know, all that time on the water in that moment, it has culminated in you having a feeling that a fish is there. I mean, you've had, you guys have all had that feeling. You know what I'm sure, talking about. Absolutely. Everybody listening knows what I'm talking about, but how many times have you been like, ah, oh, crap, I guess I was wrong. And just, whoop, just keep on going down the yeah. bank or, or the ledge or whatever, you know? And then some guy comes in and says he whacked him there. Right. You know, exactly. 10 minutes later. Right. It's like it's like JP says, you got to dance with who brung you. Yeah, or if you've ever fished with somebody who can't fish, like your wife or girlfriend or buddy, you know, and you don't catch them, and that person in the boat, you hand them like, you know, something that you don't, you know, might catch them, might not catch them, and here they go, they're whacking them. Or this only happened to me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> no. They no. catch them they're on whack- the cheese bratwurst right behind me. Yeah, but so the point is, you know the fish is there. I mean, and that's 99% of fishing. If I put each one of you guys on a spot, you could catch them if you knew they were there, right? That's why the whole right. info trading thing is such a big deal in, in pro fishing. But I would say I would say that for sure, man. Absolutely. Well, it's like it's like Jay, like uh, like fishing when you when you know a lot of us go pond fishing and stuff like that. Fish a small pond. Well, you go to the pond and and it's all overgrown. There's only one spot you can get to the water. You don't walk up there and make five casts and leave. You sit there for an hour or two, and you end up catching a couple. That that's that's kind of how I always look at a spot where you you know there's a fish there. You stay there until you catch it, and that's yeah. you know where you can take pond fishing and kind of you know adapt it into your boat fishing until Mrs. McGillicuddy kicks you out of the yeah until that guy kicks you out of his backyard because you're not supposed to be there. Hey Jay, we're right up against a break. Uh, We're gonna pay a couple bills. We'll come back with some more maniacy. What do you think? Sweet, man. All right. Hey, this is the Bass Buzz. Jay Kumar, the Bass Blaster. More of him when we get back. Bass Blaster! The swim jig technique is one of the most successful ways to put fish in the boat. Time in and time out, Bravani bait swim jigs are just the right tool for the job. Beaming with quality, the Bravani swim jigs come in a myriad of colors, feature the best premium hooks and solid trailer keepers to give you, the serious bass angler, the confidence you need to accomplish your goal of putting more fish in the boat. So go to BravaniBaits.com and start climbing the ladder to swim jig success. Welcome back, Straight Cast Outdoor Cartoon Television. I'm Pat Renwick. This is the Bass Buzz segment, and we are uh, we are with somebody who is respectable, in my opinion. Yeah, that, that was the Stones respectable. Did you see that little segue lead in right there? That's how we do it on, on Bass Talk Show. That's right there. Yeah, that's how we do it. Jay Kumar, the Bass Blaster. Yeah. yeah. What's up? That's the dude. Are, are you respectable, Jay? Do you, do you consider yourself respectable? Uh not really. <laughs> no. <laughs> Apparently, Mick Jagger considered himself respectable in that song. At times. Yeah, he probably is. <laughs> He's got some credentials. We read his file too before the show. There's no. Hey, let's have a little fun. What do you think? Yeah. I'm not having any fun yet. So I think we should have some fun. Are you down? 
Yeah, look at JP. He's not having any damn fun over there, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, Best bluster. <laughs> he he just he's, blurts things he's out. All, he's our he's special. Fun. He's our special friend. Maybe, Brain man. Yeah, he does really good. <laughs> he's great at that Ned rig. He is the king of the Ned rig. Don't no, don't. He doesn't no. want you talking about it. What? No. Oh, come on, tell us your feelings, Jay. Hey, Gingerbread, I got a sweet echo. Is he yeah, there? He had a little echo. He's got an echo, Larry. Larry the K is on the echo machine right now. Get out Our of the other silo. Producer, Big Larry the K. The Echoplex is over, <laughs> overdoing itself. His Vibratron is Vibratroning. <laughs> yeah, is, go ahead. Yeah, we're, we're at the end of the tape. No, okay, ahead, though, let's. Man. I want to see. I, I kind of want to get into the change the tape. I want to. I yeah. want to kind of get into the um, to the the psyche of Jay Kumar. Okay, so let's play a little word association. What do you oh, think? Boy. Yeah. Here's here's a little. So you just tell me kind of the first thing that pops to your mind when I say a word, and, and give us a little brief explanation behind it. Okay. Yeah. Are you ready? You're doing a crazy yeah. thing with your eyebrows. What are, what are you doing? Okay, there you are. Um, dead eye dingle. Dead eye dingle. What? Dead eye dingle. Dude, I don't, I don't have anything, man. I'm blank. That's I'm that's Harry and Charlie's buddy from Swamp Gas Corners. Oh, that's right. That's Dead Eye Dingle. Yes. That's good. Okay, give him a buzzer sound on that one. Where's the buzzer? Okay, there's the buzzer sound on that one. I thought that was some, like, Chicago, uh, you know, something that happens at uh, kind of a at football rap? game, tailgate, something uh, or other. I don't know. That could be happening at the Bears games. I'm yeah. sure there's some people called Dead Eye there, Dingle. There's some Dead Eye Dingles. At the tailgate. Uh, all right, back, look, give me more uh, uh, um, word association music, please. Produce the hell out of this thing. There we go. Okay. Um, perfect 10. Perfect 10. Perfect 10? Yes. I'd say that's a, a rogue. Perfect 10 rogue, Smithwick. A perfect 10? Excellent, excellent answer. Excellent answer. Um, Ricky Von Hackmart. Ricky Von Hackmart. <laughs> I think the milk you're drinking went bad, my boy. <laughs> Ricky Von Hackmart is the perfect combination, the ultimate fisherman. That's that, the perfect 10. Yeah, that's, that's the perfect 10. That's Ricky Klun. Uh, yeah. Kevin Van Dam, Greg Hackney, yeah. and Aaron Martins. That's Ricky Van Hackmart. You forgot Stanley Mitchell in there. Uh, yes, and Bo Dowden. Bo right. Dowden is in there. There's also. no Woo Daves. <laughs> <laughs> He's, this is a big Woo Daves fan. Okay. Yeah. Uh, big one. Keith Richards or Joe Perry? Keith Richards. Joe or Perry. Joe, Joe Perry, really? Oh That's the right God. answer. Yes. I, Keith Richards played with five strings on his guitar. He couldn't even handle six. Like who, who would win in a street brawl, Keith Richards or Joe Perry? Oh, man, I think they'd both pass out like ten seconds into it. <laughs> Billy Ray Cyrus? <laughs> it would be gone. The Billy color Ray. Homer. The color Homer. Homer. What color is that again? I don't know. Tell me what you think. Roy G. Biv? <laughs> yeah, the first thing that popped into my head was white. It's not white, though, is it? No, that's uh, a Homer color is uh, blue back chartreuse sides. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I, I'm get, we're, we're throwing bass history in this, Wait, too. I didn't know who, this. What, what, what's that her, about? Who named their bait Homer, that color again? Well, I think that it just kind of originated um, amongst the bass and pros is, was their name. I think the history of that color is what they called the, the, the blue back shark bait was the Homer, catching it on the Homer. I think some company then ended up naming a bait color that that color. You're right, and I believe that was uh, that was in the Pradco line somewhere. Eventually, really with a with a Homer color. Man, you're you're good, Pat. Man, I, 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 I live and breathe bass fishing. It's ridiculous. You live and breathe crankbaits. I love crankbaits. I re- I really do. I really do. Uh, Scoopernong, talk to me about Scoopernong. Is that how you pronounce that? Scoopernong, yes. I was Scuppernong. Well, you're from Jersey. I'm from Chicago. We say, do you say roof or roof? Pooper scooper. Roof? Roof or roof? Are you talking about on a house? Yeah. A roof. Do you say climb or clum? It's a a roof. (laughs) Climb or clum? Yes. Do you say coupon or coupon? Or creek or crick? 
Creek. Creek, me too. But Scoopernong, yeah. tell tell everybody what a Scoopernong is. I think that's a Zoom bait color. It, it is, it? but it, it originally was a a man's bait. It was the original man's jelly worm had a Scoopernong color. It's kind of like I, a, a. I think it's a berry, isn't it? In real life, a I, berry. That's kudzu. You're thinking a kudzu, actually. <laughs> Not Can you guys stop co- talking about colors for me? <laughs> That's a kudzu. Ryan's Let's getting very aggravated because he's colorblind for real. Yeah. And when we talk about colors. Is it natural or not? He gets all bent out of shape. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. Uh, if it ain't black, it's whack. Information whore. Information whore. Information whore. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I would, the, the first thing that popped into my head, right, is... is um, I'm not saying any names, but, you know, oh, a few on. elite fishermen. Let's just say that. It happens. It does happen, doesn't it? Yeah, I mean, whore makes it sound terrible. I'm not sure it's terrible, but some guys love getting information. Some guys absolutely don't, you know. It, it is out there. It is. We, we hear the negative side of it, but it, it's – I mean, but I think that a lot of guys do it, right down to just calling up your buddy and saying, did you get them on Sunday? You know what I mean? I think it happens everywhere. All my buddies lie. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, that's how it works, though. Did you get them on Sunday? I'm not calling you from inf- information. Yeah. I just it, want you to just, naturally just give it to me. How deep were they? How yeah. deep were they? Oh, did you catch them well, that's deep? Like, yeah. That's the whole Luke Clawson DQ this, this year where, like, you know, listen, if Clawson's in the middle of a tournament and he doesn't know where to catch him, like some guy – He's talking to, in my opinion, I mean, I don't know what went down or what didn't go down, but some some dude is not going to give him the magic keyhole spot that none of the 100 elites found or heard about on that lake. I mean, right? no, you know, it's silly. Yeah, it wasn't like Timmy Horton's pizza spot. It, it was nothing like no. that. No, 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 no. It was nothing <laughs> like that. Hey, hold up that guitar, would you, Jay? Larry, Larry Kyleman, Larry the K, is, it wants, look at, the, look at that, Larry. Telly. Wow. Yeah, that's that's gorgeous. Larry has a question. Did you, for you. take the humbucker out of it? Uh, yeah, man, I can't uh, I can't own nice guitars and I can't own guitars. I don't mess with because uh, I like, you know, I like to do stuff to them. It wasn't a humbucker. <laughs> cool. It was one of those crappy little single coils. In oh, the, OK. Was it routed? Uh, is this thing on? Yeah, it's on. Hello. Yeah. I can't even hear myself. That's Larry. Hi, Jay. How are you? Hey, man, what's up? Yeah, good. You can't see me, but that's all right for you. What um, was was that uh, was that routed for a humbucker when you bought the body? When you bought the guitar? Yeah, you know it had the it had the pick guard on it, mm-hmm. and I yanked that off. I replaced this pickup. Like I think I don't know if I broke this or my son did. You know, took this knob out, took the pickup selector switch off. I don't know if you could see all that. Yeah, I could see it. And sure, carved it up, painted it with my kids. It's, and there a, you go. I, right I like it. There's a scoopernong berry right up on the top of the of the guitar right the, there. Besides a a, a, tele, a traditional Telecaster shape, what did that guitar start out as? That's what it was. It's some. It's a crappy one. It's a Fender Squire. Where? There were these. There was this like two or three years where Fender made these Telecasters in China, and for whatever reason, they sound amazing. Yep. You know, yep. So, uh, I got one. I mean, why pay $1,000 or some stupid amount of money for a guitar when it doesn't matter what it, where it's made? It just matters what it sounds like. Just yeah, keep them away from the moisture. Yeah. How many guitars do they you own, They will Jay? warp. How, What's how, that? How, how many guitars do you own? Oh, man, I sold a bunch. I think I have, looking around my office, one. I got four now, maybe four, four, no, and then I got a couple acoustics, maybe like six. Can, oh, right on. Can you hold that right one on. up again? Can I see that one? Yeah, hold that, hold that telly up again. Yeah. Wh- can you see that? Where do you put the split rings? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think if you bend over, he'll show you. But, uh, um, well, thanks, uh, thanks a lot, Jay. If I ever get the chance to meet you face-to-face, we have a conversation then. Yeah, awesome. Where are you guys, man? Are you in downtown Chicago somewhere? We're, we're in northwest Indiana. We're about 20 miles south of Chicago. A suburb of Gary. Gary, Indiana. No, no, we're in Hammond, Indiana. We're in Hammond. <laughs> well, we, uh, we avoid Gary, but the... Uh... It's not much better. Yeah, but we're, we're, about, we're in the armpit of the nation. There's no doubt about it. This is an industrial slew. 
But uh, there is some good fishing here, believe it or not, Jay. I mean, there's some, you know, we have Lake Michigan here with those uh, brown fish. And then there's the tributaries of Lake Michigan that we, uh, we actually do pretty good on, better than you might think. Mm-hmm. In fact, we've been spending a lot of time on, remember the, uh, the 2000 Classic was here in Chicago? Yeah. And a lot of the guys uh, ran, woo, ran woo, into woo uh, Lake Calumet <laughs> and, uh, and fished the, uh, the river up there in Lake Calumet. It's, right. it's coming along. You wouldn't believe it. Really? Yeah. It, it's not too bad. You got to come out and go fishing with us, dude. We're come a lot, of, we're a lot of fun. And then we can uh, re-record the, uh, the uh, Stray Cast song. Yeah, the Stray Cast theme song. We Bring can, your guitars. We need another guitar player on there. And split rings. We, yeah. Hey, uh, we, I'd love to. You guys should think about taking your show on the road, too. I think that would be a blast to do that at some elite event or something. It would be fun. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Good idea. He's an idea man. He fed the mayonnaise <laughs> to the tuna fish. I, I, like never th- I like that. I like that. What's up, JP? Hey, Jay, uh, what did you call it earlier? You called it... Talking to the pros to get all the dirt for the for the blaster. Yeah. Uh, is there any dirt you won't put in the blaster? Oh, jeez, a ton. Can you give us some? Can you give us some? <laughs> this is this is Stray Cast Outdoor Cartoon Radio, television, sponsored television. by Mountain Dew. <laughs> yeah. Uh, give us the the real dirt. <laughs> the dirt. The Man, dirty. I'm tempted. I'm so, I'm sorely tempted, but the I'm, dirty dirt. I mean, you could leave names out. You can change the names to protect yeah. the innocent. Yeah, don't give the names, just just or, the dirt. Or give us the name of that kid with the... Uh, that didn't know how to Carolina rig? The Vanessa Carolina rig. Throw him under say, the bus. He's not watching. Yeah. I will say that there have been... I don't know if you've heard them, but there have been very strong rumors that there have been a couple of uh, folks courting a well-known company in bass fishing. Let me just say that. I, I don't even know what that means. Courting? Like they're, like, they're trying to go like to the sock hop? They're dating. Froggy yeah. went a courting and he did ride Crambone? What, what is this? You got to dance with who brung you? <laughs> there, so there are several people that have been courting a major company in bass fishing? Correct, yeah. For the sock hop. Okay. I, I so know. what? So they're talking to the father of the company they're, to make sure that it's okay? If they hang out with them? I don't even know. That, that was so vague. Yeah, give us the dirty dirt dirt. All right, let me see if I can get a little more specific now with that one. Um, <laughs> this is good. We're opening him up. Yeah. Yes. Opening him up. Yeah, he, he feels more comfortable with you now, JP. He's like a flower. Best blaster. Man, there's so much there. You'd have to give me, you'd have to narrow it down a little bit. See if anything pops out. Well, well then we'd have to name names. We can't, we don't want to do that. Well, no, you could say like. you know here's the thing man i tell people like you know bass fishing or i don't care what it whatever you're into you know like it could be nhra or whatever once you get in it and you see the soft white underbelly which isn't really white it's more like gray and with black streaks you know it just you you find out things that you kind of wish you didn't you didn't know you know It'd be like, you know, you know, meeting your the rock star of your dreams and the guy turns out to be a total drunk who can't hold a conversation. You're like, oh, wow, that sucks. Yeah, I mean, you know? I've had that experience. Yeah, it's, it's, it's awful. Yeah. The first time I met Ryan Popcorn <laughs> Whitaker, he was my rock star hero. Yeah. And, 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 and he couldn't even hold a conversation with you. But now he's cleaned his act up and you notice that he has this <laughs> this awesome Chris Kringle thing going now. He's like a young Chris Kringle. Stop it. Isn't it great? He's got the Raleigh finger mustache. Can you see that on the Skype machine? Yeah, man. I'm jealous. I think it looks good. I mean, this, okay. this is a good deal. It's going to go soon because everyone's talking about it. We like it. We yeah. really do. You got Yukon <laughs> Cornelius. Yeah. Hey, hey, Jay, quick question. Do you think that bass fishing will ever get to a point where there's a legit pro tour where anglers do not have to pay entry fees? You qualify, you're in, there's big prize money, like golf or like, you know, anything like that. Golfers pay like a hundred bucks. That's a good for question. Like a locker right? room fee. Why is why can't bass fishing be in a be a legit sport with no entry fees? I mean, these guys pay a ton of money. Do you think it'll ever happen? No. no. Why not? Uh, because well, I mean, I think because it's like, um, it's like 
you know, you, you pick a starting point, and the starting point was is these like fruit jar tournaments where everybody pays money, right? Mm-hmm. And then one guy takes most of it home, or two guys take most of it home. That's the that's how bass fishing started. So all that all that's happened is that you know exact thing has just been you know sort of multiplied out. So the prize money is a lot bigger, but so is the entry fee. Now, am I saying that's good or right or fair? No, absolutely not. I've said a million times, like, you're not going to get any more Denny Brower bricklayers or Larry Nixon fishing guides or George Cochran railroad workers. They can't afford it. You know, they can't afford it now. Um, So I think because of where it started, it's not going to transform itself into something radically different. I mean, I... My old company, Bass Fan, we did that. We we held this tournament, Top Gun tournament. We paid every pro, everybody went, I think, except Van Dam that we invited, an appearance fee. So they didn't not only was there no entry fee, they all made money on the deal. They fished for a six figure first place prize. We had the weigh in at the Cabela's in Louisville, Texas. It was on national TV. And nobody cared, man. You know, nobody, the anglers didn't care. The industry didn't care. I mean, so that whole model of bass fishing is just going to be the way it is. But I do believe that with technology, you know, like this thing, the phone Mm -hmm. in particular, there's a way to have competitions where what you're describing is very possible. But I don't think that that is going to come from Bass or FLW. It's going to come from somebody else. Do you, th- do you think that's just because Bass wouldn't want to? I mean, they, they'd obviously have to give up a lot of money. Um, a lot of the profits that are coming in to add that into prize money rather than just paying back the entry fee money in the tournaments. I mean, that that's the whole thing, right? It's just It's just money. And I just have a hard time with seeing so much money coming in through bass fishing. And, I mean, the industry brings in, you know, I, I don't know exactly how much. You I don't feel they're giving back? Boat. Yeah, I mean, look at what, I mean, what boats cost. It costs $70,000 to get a legit bass boat right now to compete at the highest level. Um, it cost, I mean, rods and reels, three, four, five hundred dollars $500. All this stuff, the equipment's so expensive you have to spend so much to get there, and then you're like, "Oh man, I made it! I qualified for the elite series." And then they're like, "Oh yeah, you owe like forty thousand dollars." Well, yeah, bro, we are fish it. we are the fishing industry, right? I mean, that's we what are the it. industry is. And there's yeah, no I, exactly. there's no top there's no top of the mountain. There's no I made it. I'm a pro. It well, doesn't exist. Well, it's just like Ryan Levine. Did you happen to hear the first part of the show, Ryan Levine, who just won the Bass Lottery, as you referred to it as he? He actually told us that he made the decision not to fish the elites. Because it was too expensive. Because, I mean, basically he wanted to see how well he could compete in the opens, uh, you know, fishing all of them in order to make the decision if he was going to fish the elites if he qualified. Which is a very smart decision and a very hard decision to make, too. But uh, it's it's a rich man's sport, Jay. Sorry, I didn't mean to get preachy there, but I I feel strongly about it in that. I feel like somebody needs to step up and just try to legitimize the sport. Try to, you know, take some of that money and uh, give the guys, even if it's 50, even if it was 50 of the top pros or, or 20, you know, in a circuit where there's no entry fees and it's got the Bassmaster name, it would, people would care. Like you said, the tournament you did, nobody cared, but you didn't have the Bassmaster name. You didn't have all the history behind it. Um, people would still care. They just and the fishermen would get to focus more on fishing rather than trying to make a living while they're fishing, while fishing, you know, trying to sell. <laughs> sell I think, this, I think that we like need that. to play that Arms of the Angels song sure. right now, like sure. with the puppies and stuff. <laughs> but I, I totally get where you're coming from, from Robin Hood of bass yeah. fishing. I, I totally. Know. I might be wrong, but I don't know. That's, that's well, just no, I, I mean, you're you're totally right. I mean, look, you know, this guy, the lottery winner guy. I mean. Okay, so he's you know an adult. He's got, I think he's got a family, kids, yeah, yeah, and whatnot. Yeah. So if he's going to fish the elites, he's got to give up basically his job unless he's got some amazing boss or whatever, right? Right. So you're going to ask a man, a grown man, 
with a family to give up his job and go into debt right. to be to try and you know to to fish the top you know trail in the country or also everybody's talking about how great high school and college fishing is and I I think it is great but what's what's the what's the pinnacle for these kids exactly that, yeah that they got to go you know they pay off their unbelievable college debt which is off the charts right right mm-hmm. then they got to go and do the same thing by a boat know, the elites yeah. I, I think it's i think it's terrible I, i'm not blaming bass i'm not blaming the industry no. i'm not blaming the anglers but i personally think it could be changed and fixed but you know i i'm not sitting at bass i'm not sitting at flw i don't know what their expenses are but Dude, this is like, you know, this reminds me of my kids. They played soccer for a while, and this, like, club was talking about they had to have a turf field in town. And I'm like, well, how much does a turf field cost? And they're like, a million dollars. And I said, well, listen, give <laughs> me $400,000, and I'll build you a turf field with lights on it. You know, like, who says it's got to be a million dollars? They just you know they came up with that right. number real quick, too. Right. Well, whatever. One million dollars. So yeah. I don't know what they're – things are but i'm i'm pretty sure like i'm pretty sure it could be done i don't know how they would do it but i know how i would do it let me just say that let's do it it? ryan's your spokesmodel he's your petite little bass (laughs) spokesmodel right well you know there's only so much of that um that can go around like money wise media wise i I think major league fishing is going to be the closest you're going to get to that it really really is i don't think Anybody's going to come closer than that in that, you know, paid format of, of uh, you know, some some version of that fruit jar tournament. Are you a fan of Major League Fishing, Jay? I'm a fan of parts of it. Sure. Yeah. Do you watch it? Do you actually watch it on, on the television? I don't watch it on the television, mostly because I don't have time to, not because I wouldn't. Um, I don't I really watch the Bassmaster shows, too. I kind of like, you know, speed watch them. But um the uh, and I'm not a fan of. Uh, listen, I'm not going to watch people catch small fish on TV. I'm just not going to do it. <laughs> I mean, I can watch myself do that. You know? <laughs> he can go to the pond and do that. Yeah, I mean, you can Ned rig yourself to death, you know, and catch everything you want. But so I'm not, that part of it I don't like, but I like other parts. Hey, of it. give us the dirt, the dirt, dirt. Don't diss the Ned rig. <laughs> Come on. The uh I think that's the venues though that with the major league fishing. I think if they went to some places where I don't know. know, they've been to some pretty good places. They're just speed fishing to try and get yeah. get numbers in the boat. That's all that's all there is to it. They you need been to add bonuses. To, you've been able to do any fishing yeah. lately, Jay? You've been doing any fishing? No. Man, that's like a big joke in my family. Like my kids are like, "Why don't you take us fishing?" I'm like, "Well, quit, quit sports, man." I mean, that's all I do is truck them around the sports, you know. But uh, you don't ever get to just hop out to the pond and relax a little. Rarely, you know. I end up going to these unbelievable fisheries all over the country, and I can never, I never fish. You know, I'm always doing some media stuff. That's that's my time on the water with you know most of these guys. I mean, I do, I fish, but. Not nearly as much as I used to or or would want to, you know. Yeah, I mean that, that that's got to drive you nuts. I mean, you you go you you were fishing with Creed or something not too long ago, weren't you? Yeah, I mean it was Creed. It was funny too. He was all impressed that I could set the hook on a fish. <laughs> really, Creed? I mean, how low was your opinion of me going into today? Wow. <laughs> and and Creed, you know, I mean, we, we whenever Creed comes on the show, we build him up. You know, we help his whole psyche. Yeah. So, so he must have had real low opinions of you. Give the squirrel a nut. Yeah. It was, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I mean, listen, do you guys fish as much as you want to? Come on. No. I, I do, nope. actually. Yeah. I do. We fish quite a bit. Not as much. I mean, every day would be as much as I want to. We, so, yeah. no. But we probably fish more know, than we should. A couple days a week. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'll run out that with, you know, Throwing stuff in the truck, and my wife is looking at me like, "Well, what are you? Are you going to take the dog with you?" And I'm like, "Oh, man. <laughs> Jay, you want to play us a little uh, song on your guitar?" Yeah, what do you want to hear, man? Let's. Uh, you want you want to try and do a do a little jam, dude? 
No, we can't because of the lag. We tried that the last time. I know, but well, you didn't, what you didn't understand was that it actually came out fine on this end. It was coming to you. So we're professionals, in case you haven't noticed. So it, if you play it. We got as, producers. As, yeah, we have cut two producers. Two of them. Yeah. It came out fine on the back end. You know, we did ice. We nailed Ice Cream Man. Yeah, if you ignore the lag, it'll be fine. You just have you just <laughs> have to play, and then and then he's gonna he's gonna do something. Let's do a little running with the devil. Oh no, I can't. I, I'm not plugged into anything. There's no no sustaining on this thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's forget that then. Because uh, yeah. you already gave me strict orders not to even ask you. You were you were very you were very specific, and you said take the brown M and M's out of the jar. Larry did that for you. He he did that, so we got you covered. But let's let's talk about a real question then. Let's pretend that you had to assemble a group of Bass Avengers, okay, to to save the universe from from evil, and you were you were in this group of Avengers, okay. And you had to pick a couple other Elite Series pros to be in your group of superhero Avengers. First of all, what superpower would you have, and what would these other Bass pros have as Avengers? Wow. Uh, what would I have? Yeah, what would be your superpower, Jay? Uh, I would say, um, I mean, this is a little uncomfortable. I don't know. I would say. <laughs> well, it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be uncomfortable. <laughs> I would say um, you should have heard I mean, how Davey Height talked to me when I asked him stuff like this. <laughs> uh, you got to get Evers on there and ask him this kind of stuff. He'll be flipping out. Um, I would say, like, I don't know what you'd call it, but the the ability to see what's going on far away, like eagle eye vision or something like that. Oh yeah, okay, I'm with you there. Um, That's what you I, would have. I would probably. Uh, I probably have Hackney. Hackney would be like the closest to like the Thing or the Incredible Hulk, that kind of power. <laughs> yes. <you know>? Yes. <laughs> I love that. Joking and then, uh, let's see, man. That's a tough one. It's supposed to be tough, Jay. You can pick me. Yeah. <laughs> you can pick JP. I got this vision of Ot Defoe like throwing this jelly like substance at people, and they're all like, wow. Up with it. <laughs> That's pretty awesome too. You're doing great. Give me, give me a couple more. Come on, keep going. Rattle couple them off. More. Rattle them off. We got till midnight. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. We stumped you on Hackney and Ot Defoe. Hackney, Ot Defoe. Let me let me think. Give me some names. Uh, Start- Terry Scroggins. <laughs> Scroggins. <laughs> Zell Roland. He's no, a top he's water king. Bro. Nipsey Russell. What would Nipsey Russell? Nipsey Russell. Wow. We 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 had um, Robert Hamilton Jr. We had uh, one time we had James Watson on, and he had um, Jamie Freilich. He had Rick Rick Clun with angel wings uh, battling uh, Tommy Biffle with a chainsaw or something. <laughs> Biffle would be a good one, man. <laughs> what would Biffle do? Biffle would be like uh... he'd stand guard. He would be like the guy who like says something that you can't understand, and like the sound waves just crush people. You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh goodness gracious! Th- see, this is what bass fishing talk shows are all about, Jay. We don't need information. We get that everywhere. We get that. You do? <laughs> yeah, we get that from guys like the that guy that does the bass blaster. Yeah, yeah you got we bass get, blaster. Yeah, we for get that. the stuff on the bass blaster. That dude. This this kind of show is for pure nonsense. Yeah, no, that's good, man. Yeah. I like it. I, I, listen, I can totally see you guys at this table or whatever that is. It's a table, yes. It yeah, be like a, a coffin with a, a tablecloth on it. Yes, and, it is. Uh, and doing this at a freaking elite event. It would be awesome, man. We'd have you to wear pants then. We're, we're trying to get Mountain Dew to pay for it. If, they, if we can do that. We'll... Isn't there one within driving distance next year for you guys? Yeah, actually, I think they're going back to St. Clair. Yeah. Who? Yeah. Oh there. yeah, yeah. We can go to lacrosse this year. Yeah, too, and, we, and and we could. Yeah, let's just let's tour, dude. Let's yeah. Get All the, right, we're going. Let's you get coming? This, the Scooby machine together, and we'll get out there. Jay's coming. If you guys, go up there and do that. I would. I would love to go and do it. Excellent. Okay. We we we're taking that. We heard it live on the air. Right I'm here. not driving. <laughs> Jay, thank you so much, dude, for coming on the show again. We always have fun with you. Yeah, man. I'm sorry. Like I can't. 
can't dish any dirt, but I just... No, I, I, I didn't expect you to, but you did great because there's a big conglomerate company that's conspiring against all bass anglers in the nation to come together and take over the bass universe. But you now have you They're being super, super seeing powers. You have Hackney as the Hulk, and then Defoe's throwing uh, jelly shit. He's throwing green He's jelly. He's throwing scoopernong berries at everybody. Jay Kumar from the Bass Blaster, bassblaster.bassgold.com. If you haven't... Uh, Already subscribed to the email blast. It's your bad. You're missing out. Jay, thanks again, dude. Tell everybody about our show, okay? I definitely will, man. Thanks Uh, for having me on. We got to do this earlier in the day, so I'm a little more caffeined up. Well, well, I just drink Red Bull during this whole thing. That's what you got to do. That's that's the reason. (laughs) Mountain Dew. It's it's like Dexatrim and Red Bull has got it all going right now. Mountain Dew. Hey, Jay, take care of yourself. Best of luck and keep up the good work, okay? All right, thank you guys. Thank you, great. dude. Jay Kumar Thanks, from man. the Bass Blaster, Straight Cast Outdoor Cartoon Television. That concludes the Bass Buzz segment. I'm Pat Renwick, Ryan Popcorn Whitaker, JP High, right here. Mm-hmm. Another fun show, right here. We learned about mm-hmm. uh, we learned about uh, Telecasters, yeah, and that was pretty cool. Hey, yeah. uh, tune in next week live from at China. seven p.m. Don't forget, we are now on the uh, the iTunes. You can now hear us yeah. on the iTunes. We're on the iTunes and the iTunes. And yeah. On the iTunes and the iTunes. Both of them. We're, can, on, we're, on, the we're on both of those Put things. us on the cell phone. You yeah. take those things anywhere. <laughs> yeah, you can take that thing yeah. anywhere. Cell phones go continentally. They yeah. are everywhere abroad. This internet thing's here to stay. It, it sure is on the WWW. Hey, thank you so much to all you watching. Thank you to Ryan Levine. Thank you to Jay Kumar. God bless you, Tiny Tim. Keep it wet. <laughs>